1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, we're
0: back. Hi. We're back at it again. <laughs> we simply can't stop podcasting. <laughs> hey, Lucy. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, Flora. Welcome back as well. Thanks, Lucy. Um, what's our topic for today's podcast episode?
2: It's Kanye West himself. How do we even? We shouldn't even introduce the guy.
0: Yeah, like he is air, he is water, he is yay. Everything.
2: Yeah, he is yay. Zeus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but oh, he's he's a designer. He's a he's rapper. An artist. He's a, a singer.
0: Rapper. Which I um, is he a singer? Okay, philistine, you just can't really take in the amazing technological advances he makes with autotune which are actually very interesting and (laughs) and it's not because he's got a shit voice he's actually doing something very subversive with music yeah uh oh he's a
2: he's a preacher
0: oh yeah he's a husband or is he
2: Mm, a divorcee
0: a divorcee are Uh, they divorced
2: i think they're on the they're in the papers, aren't
0: they, at the moment? They're in mm-hmm. the, the midst of it all. Who the knows? <laughs> so old-fashioned. <laughs> They're in the tabloids. Uh, he's an enigma, yet he's a constant presence. He's yeah. an oxymoron. He's a and moron. I don't mind him.
2: He's not like Chris Martin. I don't mind him.
0: Oh, yeah. I actually deeply love him. And I think you do, too.
2: Yeah. He kind of reminds me of, um, in the UK office, Ricky Gervais' character. Like, it's David like, you Brent. can't, yeah, David Brent, you can't, you can't <laughs> hate him. Like, you adore him.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. he does weirder. make better music than David Brent. Yeah. <laughs> hot love and the hot love highway. <laughs> um, he's great. He is, yeah. I, Kanye West, sorry, is an icon. I, I worry slightly about later, yay. Like, later yeah. Kanye. Uh, current Kanye, contemporary Kanye, but... It all exists in the same vein of he's just always been himself and whether he's having a breakdown, whether he's religious, whether he's really into just talking about college debt. He's always been himself and,
2: yeah.
0: as far as I know, just been honest and true to himself.
2: Which we love on
0: Pod Run The Track. <laughs> At Ponrod. Uh, At <laughs> Pon <the> Track. Pon <laughs> <pun de> <laughs> At Pod <laughs> Run The Track, we love honesty and we love being yourself and he very much is himself
2: yeah and that's what we aspire to be yeah yay so a tip a quick tip before you guys start
0: oh yeah we need a warm-up a Kanye West inspired warm-up from PT Lucy Zaza
2: okay so I have a really good yay inspired uh stretch so I want you to stand (laughs) huge um, okay, and then from here, I want you to do a prayer because you know he's spiritual. Mm-hmm. So, hands together in a prayer position. And then I literally want you to widen your stance. Feet.
0: We're feet going into the splits again.
2: Yeah. We're um, feet uh, facing outwards, so mm-hmm. a wide footed stance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I want you to literally just squat all the way down to the floor now. Okay. And keeping that prayer position. kind of like a a very, very deep sumo squat.
0: So, Flora, you can see me now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, So your elbows are pushing up against the inside of each thigh. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then we're literally just going to
2: rock (laughs) from side to side. So another sexual stretch. Yeah. Just rocking from side to side, just deepening those hip muscles and preparing yourself for the workout. And we'll just finish off with a... A quick prayer.
1: Mm.
2: Guys, you've got this. We've got this run, walk or roll. We deserve this. Breathe in through the nose. And then let's do a loud. (sighs) ah.
0: Perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, the sort of low sumo did make me think about Kanye West doing that pose. And I can imagine him just like stopping a concert, like music off and then just going into that stretch.
2: Or like in the recording studio, just like, wait, guys, I need some time alone.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also making Kim do it. So her ass gets even bigger (laughs) and as humanly possible.
2: I'm really excited for this one. I feel like it's kind of like the Britney podcast where there's just a bit too much to say.
0: Oh, yeah. We we've made a sort of executive decision to not go too heavy with the Wikipedia classic bits that everyone knows so we're gonna try and not be too fact heavy and just sort of take inspiration from yay Kanye or as my dad says Kanye <laughs> anyway, Kanye <laughs> West um, and just have his vibe obviously go through his tunes but like just be mad be mental be yeah quiet, be loud be be everything and nothing be yay I actually interestingly was watching an interview of Kanye West talking about his own trainer line uh, initially with Nike then onto Adidas and Mm. his current shoes that I think, have you seen the ones that look like sort of giant teeth almost? (laughs) 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 Wait, what are they called? If you just Google like Kanye's most recent shoe it's like Crocs Times, Balenciaga Book Too Far and like interesting yeah at the same time oh, okay so they're like a cloud <laughs> yeah yeah actually he always talks about how much he loves fashion and how much he loves art but I just for me often I find what he makes is like more attention seeking than stylish I, I feel like there's in terms of his clothing not his music I feel like he lacks a sort of a taste element
2: Yeah, no, these have definitely gone wrong Yeah, (laughs) thank you Like, I don't think anyone can say that these are cool
0: No, but he was saying in this other interview That he desperately wanted to invent sneakers without a lace He said, that was going to be my inter. That was going to be the thing about my shoe Is that they didn't have a lace And I was Mm. like, okay
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not into them Also, they're not great for English weather With those holes
0: Oh, the holes in them, yeah how much I think they're probably really expensive
2: oh my god it says yeah it says £1,500
0: <laughs> so it's like wearing a macbook yeah <laughs> on your foot and it looks yeah. rank
2: Flora you'd probably be stolen from again like those headphones
0: It <laughs> <laughs> push me on the floor and then take my shoes off Oh, your
2: cloud shoes
0: <laughs> you think they're good for running yeah do you yeah why not <laughs> So, should we start with our first song?
2: Yeah. So, do you want to go first, honey?
0: Thanks, Han. Um,
2: oh, you hate Han.
0: No, I love Han.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, go on
0: then, go. Love it, hun. We're going to go straight back to the college dropout where it all began. Well, when he first hit the mainstream. Kanye's first official album, my favorite, if I'm being honest, because it just holds, it just, it just reminds me of being that age and like being younger and listening to it. And I loved every single song, basically. Um, also I thought Bernie Mac was on it but it's not Bernie Mac but I I love Bernie Mac. Anyway, we're going to just cuz it's a running podcast we're just going to go straight into the new workout plan. Oh, work on the stomach. Nobody
3: wants a little tight air. And two and three and four and get them set ups right in. Tuck your tummy tight and do your crunches like this Get head stop, breathe, get up, check your weave Don't drop the bun disrespect the weed Pick up your scent or disrespect the see. It's a party tonight and ooh, she's so excited Tell me who's invited You, your friends and my dick What's scary to me?
0: Okay, so that was the new workout plan by Kanye West Um you love it did you say
2: yeah it's just so amazing although the, <laughs> you don't want to listen too much to the lyrics because it is like you slightly hate him for how. but i feel like he's taking the piss almost
0: yeah it's it's very um kitsch like yeah. it's over it's like a parody of that type of exercise mm. video and i i thought it was it was one of those things that i thought was like really naughty when you're younger you're like oh my god it's so cheeky naughty like so yeah. and also quite prophetic in that he says cover your mouth up like you got SARS." oh my god
2: that's mm-hmm. so true it's so similar to what we are dealing with right now
0: exactly and although he's saying it in a slightly misogynistic rude way of oh girl your breath is harsh cover your mouth up like you got SARS." <laughs> it's <laughs> topical and we <laughs> topical wins in my book yeah it's obviously really misogynistic but it's like yeah so what sometimes yeah. i'm just like so what it's just, I think a lot of people, because he's had albums like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and like interesting projects like Jesus and whatever he's doing now with God, it's like people look back at the college dropout and songs like this and they're quite like, oh God, yeah, mm, uh. <laughs> noise that was meant to like imply a pretentious character. But he did like a really fun album, like the best of his ability
2: it reminds me of like being in like it class and like waiting for the album to be released and then like it coming out and just like listening to every song and like finding it just and learning the lyrics like printing the lyrics off well i should sure I should have been like working on something but I wasn't I was like just found him so cool
0: I remember being at a gymnastics competition and the girls from the other school were all like way cooler than us And they were all like in a circle, like warming up. And they were like, I got a dark skin friend, look like Michael Jackson, got a light skin friend. And I was so jealous and I like really wanted to be their friend. (laughs) But I had to compete against them. Oh.
2: Mm. Yeah. That really that I don't know why when you were just saying that, it really reminded me of like bring it on, the film.
0: It was really like like that. Um but yeah, he was he was really funny once. Upon a time. I think he is still funny now, but he's just gone really mad. But that album was funny. And then on the Joe Rogan podcast that he did last year, where he just talks and talks and talks. For me, there are like moments of brilliance in it. But at one, when he's talking about running for presidency, and then Joe Rogan's like, "Okay, but what what are your actual policies? Like, what how do you feel about student debt?" I just wanted to be like, "Hey, listen to the college dropout. Like, he says it all." Actually, his mum was the first. Um, african-american head of an english department at chicago state university his dad was a black panther he had this like lineage of being of protesters in his family and then and had been told like you got to go to college you got to go to college and then he got to college and like didn't didn't really want to do it like he had already got really into music production and was sensing the kind of like scam that is higher education particularly in the u.s and then he it was like i just think it was so honest of him to rap about that A, because he was, like, middle class, so that is his experience. He's not pretending to be, like, a gangster when he's not. And B, like, I think a lot of people do, are told so much, oh, like, all these people have fought for your freedom, so you have to do exactly what they wanted you to do. And it's actually a really brave move to be like, I don't actually even necessarily want to go to college. And Mm -hmm. I think it's something that, whether you have, like, an activist history or not in your family, I think a lot of people relate to it, of, like, getting to college or university and being like, what? I don't get it. Like, why am I here? This is so pointless.
2: Well, especially if you already kind of know what direction you should be going in. It's like, didn't Richard Branson do that? I don't... I'm oh, sure. yeah, and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, so they all kind of decide, like, realise that by going in one direction, it was just
0: slowing them down anyway. Oh, I wish... I, I so often wish I dropped out of uni. I don't know why I went to uni, yeah. Um. No, I, I'm glad I went, but, like, I definitely questioned it a lot. And it's just really great i just think the college dropout existing as an album with all those little skits in it about whether the, like a degree is good for anything but for like keeping you warm under a bridge when you become homeless i was like fucking hell kanye is so on it with like the things people actually think about
2: mm. no it's so true yeah
0: also i remember um going to a rave and getting off with a boy. To this to song, the
2: th- oh nice! The new workout plan. It's quite a raunchy song to get with someone. Too. Yeah, no, but it was like,
0: like loud, scary. But then this song came on; and it was like really fun. And then like, yeah, it kind of like I feel like as
2: a song, it reminds me of like you know in primary school when you and like another friend or whatever would like lean backwards and then spin round in a circle. It's kind of yes. like just keeps going and going and going. It's just like <laughs> constant fun. There's
0: a lot of joy in it. Yeah. And do you mind about the lyrics? Like the like, well, the message is basically like the fitter you get, the better type of man you'll get.
2: I kind of think no, because I agree with you. I feel like there's a humor in it. I I mean, maybe he does. I, I, I don't think I think he's taking the piss out of people that actually believe in that kind of shit rather than it being his own message.
0: Yeah, it's like this is the beauty industry for women it's like makes you it makes you feel like this so i'm gonna yeah. parody it yeah or he's tapping into just because like i said before we we always go on about like well-being and being good to yourself and treating yourself right and mm. that re- the reason we exercise is for our mental health mm. but actually as the new workout plan shows a lot of the time it's just so you look fucking fly as fuck so you can get the Basketball player Or whatever Kanye Wants me to get with It's just to DTF just Yeah To be down to fuck Literally But DTF, DTF Someone good Is the message of the song Yeah And at least a dude With a car Yeah <laughs> Everyone needs a
2: deal With a car
0: <laughs> you can um you, fuck Your Uber driver
2: Literally Um Okay So I go
3: on to the next one Take me to York i love to see I Come pick it with you You'll be my American boy Tell walk, walk, block Who killing them in the UK? Everybody gonna say UK Reluctantly Cause most of this press don't with me estelle once said tell me cool down down don't act a fool now now always act a fool ow ow ain't nothing new now now he crazy i know what you're thinking rapping i know what you're drinking <laughs> rap singer chamber <laughs> so yeah that was <laughs> american Netflix. boy
2: so, estelle and, and it's from her oh, album shine smile. in 2008 and i just love it i've always loved it it's my karaoke song I just is think it yeah it is
0: nice
2: i though i can't really do his part that well but um, I just feel like it's a really happy song.
0: Yeah, it's it's a song that really stands the test of time. Even though it's it's completely out of oh, what's what am I trying to say? When you think of Kanye West, you don't immediately think of it, but it's also an instant classic. And also, where is Estelle now? What is she doing?
2: I have No idea. Although I think she's like weirdly like a, a rapper in America because I saw an interview with her recently. <laughs>
0: Which is well, a- how come you saw the interview for research for the pod or just yeah for this song okay, fine, fine.
2: um and yeah i think she's a rapper but she she sang so well i know i think she was initially a rapper and then made this song and just went really well and then now she's going back to the rap the rap game
0: uh, <laughs> um the contestant on the rap game
2: oh you're gonna hate this by the way guess who's a producer of this just guess who our worst person on the planet.
0: Wait, that we know? No. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> well, I am? Yeah. <laughs> how has he come up again? Third. Can I just world? say, he reminds me of
2: like Jason Derulo. It's like, I don't <laughs> get where these people come from and how they're so successful.
0: I get it. It's like pure work ethic. Like he's a, work- he's a worker bee and he's got an aesthetic.
2: Yeah, it's just too random for my for me to be honest. He must
0: be like clever with the buttons or something. Like he obviously does have a skill that people are like, fine, mm.
2: do it. I just I just feel like Will I Am would be in like pineapple dance studios with the <laughs> like the dance um, jogging buttons on. You know the ones that look like someone's shot in the middle. Oh God! <laughs> and he'd be like one two three one one two.
0: Yeah, and he's still very present, isn't? I don't watch The Voice, but is he still on The Voice?
2: I think so, yeah. I
0: don't, I never watched, oh god, he is everywhere. He's everywhere and he's quite annoying. I feel like he's under my bed right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Will? Will, I were, Will, I would get out of my bedroom if I were you. Even
2: though he like came to the
0: UK, like it's all a bit confusing. It's really, really, and also it doesn't really sound like a Will, I am song, American boy. No, it doesn't. It sounds um, just like we don't need. Why do we? Why did we pay for? Well, I am. It, it doesn't have any like booby di boop. Yeah, <laughs> spaceship. I love the rap. I. It was on. I really liked. Um, one of my favorite lines was, "Dress smart, like a London bloke, before he speak, his suit bespoke." Because mm. it's like a bespoke suit. It's like a suit tailored perfectly on Savile Row to you, and then it's like before he speak, his suit bespoke so his suit has said something before he even opens his mouth and the play on words I just it always stood stood out to me as a line and I'm I'm so glad you chose this song because I don't I actually don't think there's a better line in Kanye's discography
2: okay um how embarrassing that most of my life until that I've like until now I thought it was soupy spoke like
0: (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean I don't know (laughs) it's just when you like that's normal though when you hear lyrics and you think they're one thing yeah you and you just get thing. it in your head yeah yeah he before he speak he soupy spoke what does that what i think what, i thought it you was think like that the meant?
2: accent or something i don't know <laughs> it doesn't make sense also can i ask you um what is when you were in la what was the dating scene like out of interest like can uh, you give us some like insight?
0: Okay, so my report back from across the pond, definitely they do fetishize the British nurse.
2: Oh, lovely.
0: They like that. I think more than in, than in New York, because I think every Tom, Dick and Harry in New York is from London. Whereas LA, it's really like, okay, okay. Yeah, it was pre-corona. You could just chat to people straight up. Um, Would you say
2: they're a lot more forthcoming than the um, yeah, UK men? Yeah, yeah.
0: They buy you a drink a lot quicker, and it doesn't seem creepy. It's like mm-hmm. just what you do. He's like, "I'm going to get you a beer." You're like, "Okay, that's
2: quite nice."
0: I actually was weirdly chatting to someone I dated in LA last night, but like as friends.
2: That's
0: it was nice. Really, it was really fun. <laughs> Which one was it? Which one? <laughs> you just <made me> like. <laughs> in my head, they're
2: more gentlemanly.
0: Yeah, but it's also a bit more of, like, a show. So it's not as sincere. Anyway, this one guy took me to some really nice restaurants. And mm. it's like, I have a reservation. Whereas yeah. I feel like it's not as much a thing upon entry in a restaurant in London. Yeah, but we're fine. We're musical theatre cats. Cats. We're f- cats. <laughs> kittens. <laughs> hey, are you cats and kittens? <laughs> we vibe with that cat. With those cats.
2: Um, but, yeah, I feel it- like... I'd indulge
0: in it. I actually think a lot of Americans are, think you're like a villain because they associate the British accent with like evil characters. And like, if I was ever ordering a coffee, I'd always get like really nervous looks from like the barista as if I was being rude. Even if I was like, oh, can I have a what cup of joe, whatever you guys call it. They'd be like, okay, okay. Like being like, don't be so hoity-toity like as if I was an American person putting on a British accent to seem important. Oh. And I was like, no, I just have, I just am English. I just exude natural class and you can't handle it.
2: So it has its <laughs> pros and cons basically.
0: Well, and then I'll just finish off really
2: quickly with a quote please, from uh, Timothy Gabriel of pop matters.
0: <laughs> it does.
2: <laughs> it does. <Timmy>. Exactly. <laughs> Who commented on the song saying it's danceable and singable and lyrically Devoid of depth or scope, like an aimlessly pleasant walk in the park. That is it
0: literally so true? Yeah. It's a simple theme. Oh, he's an American boy. We're just going to sing about that. It doesn't have to be more than that, guys. It's sort of like they're just pen pals. One's in America and one's in... Also, I quite like
2: it when he goes... Who killing them,
0: in, sorry, who killing them in UK? Everybody gonna say UK. It's quite us awesome, UK, hun. Yeah, we, all, we did that in the, um, the calm episode, like UK, yeah. UK. Also, I actually have this deep theory about Estelle that she was the only one that could actually like access Kanye's like mental health. Like, you know how would like the Hulk to get, to leave being the Hulk, like he has to be sort of like seduced almost or like lullabied by Scarlett Johansson and then he'll hmm. become a man again. And it's like Kanye's on like a real nut, nutty one at the moment. But then in American Boy, you hear Estelle once said to me, "Cool down, down. Don't act a fool now, now." I always act a fool. Ow, ow. Ain't nothing new now, now. But it's like Estelle was the one that was like, "Cool down, down. Don't act a fool now, now." It's Like she's the <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> she's, she's the, the Kanye head of the whisperer. Game.
0: Yeah, she can get through to him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he put he puts in a lot of effort to make English references. UK, UK, he crazy, I know what you're thinking. Ravina, know what you're drinking. But I still talk that cat at ash, because a lot of wags want to hear it. It's like, yeah, you've really put an effort for this.
2: Yeah. And it really shows. Thanks,
0: Kanye. Um, okay. i s- to- sorry, that was like pregnant with things to say. I, I didn't realise. Next song. Um, there's so many Kanye tracks you could choose. Um, and so I made a... I did lots of runs to different albums so i can say that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is the best album to run to um surprise surprise but i i was pleasantly surprised by some tracks i would normally not ever pick to listen to but were really good for my run and i'm just gonna suggest this one and it's one that i've had no previous attachment to until i had to do research for this podcast and it's good morning the intro from graduation
3: cut Mr. West Mr. West Mr. Fresh, Mr. by herself he's so impressed I mean damn did you even see the test you got these more the dees Rosie Perez and yes belly pass any and every class looking at every, app? On every um test. so yeah I don't
0: know too much about it as a song I just put on a selection of songs into a playlist and then it was such a nice way to start my run um especially yeah. in the morning I know that's really ridiculously literal but You know, when you do just need that push to get out of the door and it was like quite it wasn't rainy like it is today. It was like quite a crisp wintry day and it was just so freshening. It like just gave me like a breath of it just like began my day and my run really well. I felt like I was being like cleansed and there's like loads of fun lyrics. And um, so there's a lot to like hang your thoughts on at the beginning of a run to get you like in the zone. And then also it samples um, an Elton John song.
2: Oh really? Like
0: someone saved my life tonight.
2: Oh my god, that's one of my favorite songs.
0: Really? Yeah,
2: someone saved my life tonight. Um, that's such a good song.
0: And that ooh. ooh, That's about
2: him coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that he was married to a woman. Elton John was married to a woman, and then he's saying like someone saved my life because he was so like repressed, and someone basically was like just be yourself, like be honest.
0: Amazing yeah i i actually really have very little to say about it as a song
2: i think that was a really really strong choice
0: thanks that was Kanye of good <laughs> morning
2: <laughs> okay so should we go on to mine please okay this is a poof going on the
0: other into another direction yes Queen. Queen.
3: DK. Forget Barbie, fuck Nikki, she, she's fake She on a diet but her pockets and chase cheesecake And I'll say, boy, the Chucky and Chalks play Just killed another career, it's a mild day Besides, yeah, they can't stand besides me I think me, you, and Ann should Minaj, Friday pink, pink, pink wig, dick ass, give them whiplash I think big, get cash, make them blink jazz now, now look at what you just saw, this is what you oh, live for
0: yeah! i on
2: I would never normally listen to the song, but it's just so incredible. And obviously it's the, so that was, sorry, Monster by Kanye West. From the album *My Dark, uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy* with Jay Z, Rick Ross, and of course Nicki Minaj, who kind I mean, of makes it, yeah. Yeah,
0: that is shit. That is just. I mean, everyone always is like Nicki's verse is like the best thing, but it actually is the best it thing. It is
2: so good, and also um, apparently he was going to get rid of that song, and then she like pushed him to keep the song. Like he was going to completely.
0: Wow. Yeah. Was it because she was like, I need to have a credit on I this album. I think this
2: was, like, as she was about to be big as well. Mm-hmm. And she's... Sorry, Is She's doing all of her voices, like, theatrical voices in it.
0: DK on a verse, no album out.
2: Yeah, and she's doing, like, the baby voice that she does. And then it'll be like, yeah. and
0: I never knew the,
2: like, British voice that she does, the really posh one.
0: What? Well, when did she start doing the British voice? I don't know that I'm, much about her early years.
2: Yeah, I remember what... I think she went to drama school. <laughs> and then she... Just started doing it in
0: like a jokey way. And she begins the whole album um, similar to that guy who's doing an impression of Bernie Mac in College Dropout. But she begins with a spoken intro, which is a British accent reading a Roald Dahl poem. And she's like, Um. you might have think you've picked a scene. You haven't. (laughs) (laughs) The watered down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. And it's like, no one involved in recording this is English, but I actually love that. Um, Roldal is on a West yeah. album, that's what I mean.
2: Elton John, we've got Elton John, mm. we've got like Roldal. There's like no end to his like capability, like not capabilities, like of where he goes with his albums. I feel like,
0: mm, or like his tastes are just very open, yeah. Like, he's not going to be like, Oh no, I only like go to cool record shops and find cool soul samples, which is what he did at first. But it's like, no, he's also going to go to the Revolting Rhymes by Roald yeah, He's I kind also going to go to Elton.
2: I feel like he's quite like in the film Lim- Limitless. Like he's like taken that pill and is like anywhere. Like I can go anywhere I want.
0: Well, that is the definition of creativity, according to Jordan Peterson, is that it's just being open. Mm. And, and I also saw there was something really cool about how If anything inspired him, he'd credit it in the album and make sure the person was remunerated uh, properly. So even if like an Amazon delivery man would come into the studio and was wearing like white shoes and Kanye started like riffing and would be like shoes, white shoes and my white shoes, I got no clue or whatever. Mm. Then the uh, delivery guy would leave, but then Kanye's lawyers would be in touch and be like, you contributed to the creative process. So like, here's your pay basically. That's so different. That's so fair.
2: That's so fair. But also, on the other hand, the best was Adele with, you know, when her ex was like, hey, I actually like me. So, (laughs) imagine if your ex then was like, um, yeah, I kind of like inspired the whole album. So, I have to get (laughs) like 10% at least.
0: (laughs) I do often wonder though, do muses have rights to, I mean, no, no, but I would... I've, I've every now and then wondered, as I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. all I'm saying is I relate to Adele's ex-husband.
2: Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also that whole album was um, Kanye coming back after being publicly shamed for the Taylor Swift incident, which we don't need to go into because she goes on about it. Everyone goes on about it. But he was regarded as like, not, what's the word? I just want to make this as brief as possible. He had sort of blotted his copybook reputationally with the American public. Mm. And people were like, oh, you, you've been so mean to this girl, even though Beyonce's video was better than Taylor Swift's video. And there's like a, sorry, there's like Kanye West pointed out that Beyonce's video should have won over Taylor Swift. He did it in like quite a rude way, but it was also quite a like Kanye West way in a way that he'd done before our other award shows. But ultimately his point was like, how could you overlook this video when it's the best one? Mm. And that trend continues to this day of like black shows. Let's say like recently I May Destroy You wasn't nominated for a Golden Globe and like the Queen's Gambit was nominated. I don't have a strong opinion either way on each one, but I know that like a lot of people really liked I May Destroy You more than the Queen's Gambit. And it's like, and then on Twitter, those people go mental about I may destroy you not getting nominated, and that's basically all Kanye was doing, with the, yeah, with the, all the single ladies video.
2: Yeah, and I, I I do kind of feel like I know you really like Taylor Swift, but I do feel like she was kind of playing on the like I'm really
0: innocent and like, yeah yeah no definitely. when actually I'm sure she had a bit more. I think she exploited that incident so much. Like yeah. I d- I would I totally on a human level understand how she would feel but like she people were on her side in the venue like people were booing Kanye and then in her documentary she's like you have no idea how it feels to hear everyone booing and to think it's for you and it's like yeah but after a second you'd realize they were booing for Kanye and you've managed mm-hmm. to like write three whole albums about this like 10 seconds whereas looping back to our song Kanye just was like okay I've embarrassed myself I was, Really recovering From like the death Of my mother still Everything was going wrong For me I'm just gonna go away And just make like The best album mm.
2: Ever Like I don't know I just decided to choose it Because it just kind of Reminded me of like The current I feel like mon- The monster itself Nowadays is like Coronavirus And like I hate to even Bring it up But it's just like Fuck off
1: mm. Mm.
2: And it's this kind of like <sighs> Like a real like Fuck you We're done
0: mm yeah like fuck off Mm. and like
2: it and that's why I really like the song because it's like kind of dark and like you feel kind of like evil with the song and you're like I just it's like for me at the moment I don't know why but I love watching like true crime or like horrors at the moment because I'm like it's almost like watching something worse than what's going on in a way (laughs) makes it all a bit better so like this song is like a kind of a halloweeny song like and I'm like yeah I'm yes, it. you're
0: so right that it's Halloween-y. Especially Jay-Z's verse when he's like, Goblin, ghouls, Lachnets, <laughs> yeah. King, King Kong, Godzilla. I, like Even the fact that Jay-Z has said the word goblins, like, <laughs> Goblins, yeah. ghouls, a zombie with no conscience. It's like, okay, he's really gone in on like the Halloween costume idea list. Yeah.
2: Also, I can't believe that um, Bon Iver...
0: Mm. I'm saying
2: it right is there is does he did he help write the songs
0: or is it uh, like that I shoot the lights out. he was he was more lost in the world but I think he is on this song as well and then so yeah. I was gonna
2: say because I was like researching it and I was like how did he come into working with Kanye West and I was thinking it's a bit like me and you a deep indie and a chow working together mm. and then it just it just what it just
0: meshes. Well, so the right you're the chav and I'm the indie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't wanna cast this by a bit. I <laughs> knew that. I knew that's what you thought. I wasn't just assuming. Um, no, yeah. They. Well, how did they meet? But then again, that's just Kanye being open minded. And I guess it like Bon-N-I- Bon Bonny album had like come out maybe recently. The forever forever ago. I can't remember. But he is the link between Kanye and Taylor as well because bonnie Bon Justin Vernon was on was instrumental in taylor's big lockdown album um folklore being really big and mm. so maybe he's like a little olive branch between the two of them because they both do well under his guidance and so influence. they need to
2: come together as a three and work it through
0: yeah exactly
2: and is this link because they are actually friends
0: oh so secretly it's all just a big pr stunt yeah who knows i only justin verner bonnie justin verner justin vernon bonnie Vair can tell us that answer so is it bon
2: ever what was i saying bonnie Vore?
0: no no bon i've i i do not know how you say it to be honest but i just know it's like bonnie ever is like the french for winter with an h and i feel like that had something to do with it okay i don't i think people can just say whatever they want but then the, the, the guy is called Justin Vernon. Okay. Okay, amazing. Well, yeah. Tune. Tune. Straight up tune. Okay, that's interesting because I was going to go for power again, but actually because you've done that one, I'm not going to go for power. Although special mention to power because that's a great running song. Um... For my
3: theme song, Mark. my leather black jeans song, Mark. my by any means song. You see a black man with a white woman at the top floor, they gonna come to King Kong Middle America packed in. can to see me in my black skin. Number one question they ask him. Fuck every question you ask him. If I don't get rid of my Catholics, it comes conservative Baptist claiming I'm overreacting. Like the black kids a chirac bitch. Okay.
0: That was um So yeah, black skin head, Kanye West. Uh, obviously, far more intense political tone has been taken um but just as a song so pumps you up
2: yeah and also it's kind of like perfect for right at the end of the run when you're feeling a bit exhausted and it's like that final adrenaline like push through
0: so true it, that the intro that's like <laughs> and the breathing like <gasps> yeah oh my god yeah that's so true is that the song in his um in Jesus where like there's a dog bark in the beat. Or well, one of them is, I'm not sure. But anyway, it's also got the um he I actually I realize it weirdly links to Good Morning, my other song, mm-hmm. because he like makes like a Malcolm X reference in Black Skin Head where he's like, My leather black jeans on, my by any means on, and then in Good Morning, I think is the lyric when he's like, By any jeans necessary, as in like the Malcolm X by any means necessary, and then he's turned it to by any jeans necessary, and then it's all about like Comment on like corporate culture and in um new slaves when he's like, I mean corporate fashion culture and the new slaves when he's like. Um, but they weren't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. So I just feel like he has always thought about retail. Like my that's a long winded way of saying uh retail and racism and like Jesus as an album. I feel like it was the beginning of a downward spiral for him in terms of, for me, like, musically, I feel like that's, it's, like, a really interesting album, and then it's just on the edge of good. It's, like, there's it's good, and it's interesting, and then after that, it just loses the good side, and then it's just, like, kind of interesting, but it all just feels kind of unfinished, like, things like Life of Pablo, and I personally didn't love Jesus is King, and, like, yay, the album, I didn't really vibe with. So, Jesus is, like, this weird moment where he's incredible and he's really experimental, but it seems to be indicating like a sort of breakdown at the same time. And that's kind of what makes the album so good is because it's like an honest expression of like friction and tension manifest in music. But it's a warning sign that like his projects aren't going to sort of feel complete in the way that they used to with like graduation and college dropout and late registration And also, what was I going to say? Yeah, that breakdown seems to stem from, like, the the racism he experienced in the retail industry and fashion industry. And, like, what he, in that, like, long interview with Zane Lowe where he went a bit mental, he's constantly pointing out why he feels like the fashion industry is racist and they're putting limits on him as as to who he can be and what he is. Mm -hmm. And personally, I don't know if there's, it's weird because he compares. He says that Nike are being racist to him because they're not letting him get the royalties off the shoe he designed with them. But then they, they say that's because he's a musician and not... Anyway, they, they have a contract with Michael Jordan, so it makes you think, well, if they're happy to work with Michael Jordan, are they racist? But then, obviously, I don't know anything about it. So, yeah. anyway, the point is, this song is like a real manifestation for me of, like, his insanity at its best but and also pointing out injustices at the same time and i think it's great and also final thing it's the walk-on music at this comedy night called knock Two bag at the moth club and they don't play the lyrics but it's like as you come on stage they oh my god that's so it, strong and it's so it's such a good way to start a set and like at every act you come on stage it's like do, 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 and it just makes me want to do live stand-up again
2: yeah, that's no, my
0: monologue.
2: I, I um, it's a really, really good song. I almost, I feel like you're being chased by a beast, <laughs> which is maybe what everyone needs at the end of a run, just to push them a bit further. But yeah, it's kind of a scary song, but also really addictive.
0: Yeah, so true. Um, and
2: maybe that's where we're all at right now with the with COVID. We're all a bit feeling a bit like we're still running away from this really scary situation but not that we want to go into this too much for our runners but
0: yeah it's like an acknowledgement of like it is actually fucking scary we're all so anxious and every now and then i think about like what it'd be like when covid is over and like I just know that my like base level of like anxiety will just be so much lower. It's like mm. we we just exist now in this like black skinhead state of like do, 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 like, everything's mm. like really high register. And I just want everything to just calm down and just we can just relax. Please God.
2: Okay. So this is my final song, uh, which I think is a good one to finish off with. So if you wanna either stop start stop. Oh, sorry, start stopping running, so slowing down a bit. Smuts
1: mm.
0: like smirking, be smug. Like yeah you're to an end of your run. Have some cocky Kanye energy. Did you realize
3: did that you were a Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib Just a little something, to show you how we live. Everybody doing it but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. So if you don't do it, do it just like this. wow the crowd is, you don't see just how I fly my style is I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shout so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. Okay. And I saying we was, the was projects,
2: Champion Kanye West from the album graduation. Um yeah, I just thought it was a really good ending for our runners because it's really upbeat. Kind of brings us back to like it's so easy to be in the mindset of like feeling like a lot of pre- like putting a lot of pressure on yourself with everything going on, to be doing everything that you could possibly be doing, like being the best version of yourself while also having like a meltdown at the same time. I just feel like we just need to like give ourselves a bit of like a break.
0: so true. Just
2: being like, no, you're fucking sick. And like like you said, like being in the ego sometimes
0: is good. As in like to be feeling really proud of yourself.
2: Yeah, being really proud of yourself, but also, like, being a bit, like, I'm, like, some of Kanye West's, um, tweets, like, I read one that was, like, it's 1am and I can't stop thinking about myself. (laughs) It's just, like, maybe we just need to be a bit more Kanye.
0: Oh, I've always thought that. I just love his confidence and his passion for music. Like, his passion for his own music. It's, like, it makes you think he's the only musician in the world when, actually, you take a step back and you're, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) but it's like good for him that he's so proud of himself yeah he's a real like like confidence mentor
2: yeah the song kind of in my opinion just it's like he just wants the listeners to like feel great about themselves and like it's quite inspirational
0: and it reminds me of my favorite quote from him when he said um if you're people think i'm this megalomaniac but actually i want to empower my listeners my fans like if you're a fan if you're a fan of kanye west you're not a fan of me you're a fan of yourself oh that's so nice yeah and it's like by listening to kanye you believe in yourself as much as he believes in himself and that's really great and you just want to get some of his amazing energy off him yeah and to listen to it on a run you are a champion you have got out you've embraced the cold weather it's fucking february 2021 like one of the shittest months of our collective lives and you've actually gone out so this song is even if you're not like making a meal or like buying your kids like italian dictionaries or whatever like you have achieved you're it kind of
2: reminds me as well like, i don't know about you but like if you're finishing your run i dare you to do the like <laughs> you know when like people do the like double click with their heels together like jump up to the side and go.
0: Oh my God, like the Artful Dodger and Oliver Twist.
2: Yeah. I dare you to do that now, wherever you are in London or in the world. Just give yourself a little.
0: Oh my God, Lucy, that's such a good dare.
2: Um, all right,
0: perfect. Great. Um, should we call it a day? Yeah, I think that's it. Great. Clicking end now.
3: End meeting for all. Go listen to all my music. It's the codes of self-esteem. It's the codes of who you are. If you're a Kanye West fan, you're not a fan of me. You're a fan of yourself. You will believe in yourself. I'm just the espresso. I'm just a shot in the morning to get Mm -hmm. you going, to make you believe that you can overcome that situation that you're dealing with all the time.